Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, lo. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. What a day of political history we just witnessed. Welcome to the Sean Spicer Show. I cannot believe how yesterday went down. I'm not really sure what I expected, but I'm not really sure that I, any of us, frankly, saw this whole thing going down the way that it did in the manner that it did. Speaker Kevin McCarthy ousted on that first motion to vacate eight Republicans voting against him, led by Matt Gates. The Speaker's office is now vacated. The House is adjourning for seven days, and we are 44 days until another government shutdown. Embarrassing. That's the, the word I, I use right now. The race to replace McCarthy is obviously on. We're going to get to that. We'll break it all down for you, plus... Gates is making the media around, as you can expect, raising a ton of money, uh, putting out fundraising emails, trying to make money off of this thing. Uh, I'm going to break down that, but no real plan as far as who the successor is. I'm going to go through the candidates with you. Speaker pro tem Patrick McHenry from North Carolina, kicking Nancy Pelosi out of her office, kicking Steny Hoyer out of his office. I'm going to explain what that's all about in just a minute. Um, there was some talk about some people trying to draft Trump as an interim speaker. I'll tell you why that's nuts and not going to happen. Sorry to pour cold water on that, but uh, this is part of the reason for the show. Let's not go off and talk about Michelle Obama and Donald Trump and do things that are a waste of time. And not that they might not make sense. They're not going to happen. I'll break it all down. Derek Van Orden, congressman from Wisconsin's 3rd District and a former Navy SEAL, is here with us today in studio. He's going to help break down what happened and where we go because uh, there's a lot to break down. Kevin McCarthy was on fire last night. All right, a lot to get into. Let's get into it. All right, I want to give us a little context to what happened yesterday. This was the first time in history that a Speaker of the House has been removed, that a motion to vacate was successful. The vote was 216 to 210. I, I, I got to admit, I, didn't, I don't think anybody knew where. There was all this talk about, would it get tabled? What would happen? You heard us have this discussion yesterday with Marjorie Taylor Greene. Um, there was talk that you know, McCarthy would try to save himself, cut some deals. Gates was accusing him of being with Democrats. What were the Democrats going to do? Were they going to vote in a block? Uh, you know... It was amazing to me, but I've got so much to break down today. I'm going to tell you about who's running, who the chances are, where they go. Um, McCarthy obviously spoke with reporters after the fact. I want to talk about that in a second. Um, but let's put this in context. We are 44 days from another government shutdown. Okay. All of these guys who wanted to vote what they call regular order one bill at a time. The idea was buy some more time. Maybe you can get some of this stuff through, force the Senate to deal with it. They're now going home for a week. They won't be back until next Tuesday. You know, I, I was like, hey, the, the Vatican knows how to do this. When the Pope dies or steps down, everybody comes to the Vatican. They lock him in a room and until there's white smoke, they don't get to leave. 
That's what they should be doing. Why are they doing this right now? Why are they allowing this? To, the, what, what's going on? The first time in my entire life, I've wanted people to stay in Washington, D.C. First time in my life. Normally, I don't want them in D.C. Go away. Get out. Stop doing things and tinkering with our laws and making things happen. This is the first time I've wanted them to stay in D.C. Because until you have a speaker, you can't do anything. Everything stops. Everything comes to a screeching halt. McCarthy was on fire. And by the way, I will just say this. No matter what you think of Kevin McCarthy, and I know that there are people on both sides of this, he did the right thing last night. He could have clung to power. He could have made deals with Democrats. He could have wheeled and dealed his way. That's Washington. That's a fact. He chose not to. He put his conference and his country ahead of his own political ambitions. And I got to be honest with you, I don't see that a lot in D.C., that's not how it works. People are so power hungry. They want to stay in power. They want the trappings of everything. They want to get invited to the dinners and whatever else. He gave it up. So no matter what you think of him, no matter what you think of him, just know that he put everything else before his own political power. And I think that says a lot. So you can hate him. You can think he didn't do well. Blah, 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 blah. All I'm telling you is, is that he made a decision yesterday that I think should be applauded because not a lot of people in this town do the right thing. Um, and I think that that too often, it's a very selfish political motivation that gets people going. Um, it was also funny. So, so Gates is out there making the rounds. Here's what I said yesterday. There's no plan. No plan. So that's what I'm saying. We're going to go off. Uh, for a week and come back and hopefully the people call each other. We'll go through all the candidates in just a second. Gates is, is walking around saying only in Washington is taking a few extra days of votes deemed chaos. Do you know what chaos is? Chaos is, you know, the global reserve currency. I don't get like, but that's, that's the dumbest thing I've ever heard. If you want to change him, tell us what the plan is. And th this is, he, everyone keeps making, he tries to make this a binary choice. He could have said, here's what I want to do. There's a better leader. Let's go down that road, whatever else. He threw the grenade and walked away. He had plenty of time to put his fundraising emails out and make a ton of money. A real leader says, here's what I want to do. Here's how I want to take you. Here's what I want to take you and here's how to do it. He didn't. And I'm just telling you that there's a, there's a difference. You can side with Matt. You can believe that we didn't have we, we should have been doing things differently. Um, I get that. And Marjorie Taylor Greene was here yesterday. She made some great points about the schedule, how we could have been doing things. All fair points. By the way, that's actually the majority leader that sets the schedule, not the speaker. And again, I'm not defending anyone. I'm just explaining. And that's part of the problem is that everyone wants to, you know, Gates gets up there and talks about all these things, 35 years of congressional resolutions and all this stuff. That's fine. Why is that Kevin McCarthy's problem? I mean, we were talking about this before, but Chip Roy, Massey from, from Kentucky, uh, Jim Jordan, all these guys are saying that, that it's better dealing with McCarthy than anyone else. And I, I'm not here trying to be a McCarthy apologist. That's not what I'm doing. What I'm saying is, if you want to replace him, tell me who the better option is. How are things going to be better? What's the plan to get things done, to advance a more conservative agenda? to cut the size of government, to reduce spending. I'm all for that, to stand up to China, to get some extractions from the Senate and the Biden administration. Tell me what that plan is, and I'm all for it. But throwing a grenade in, walking away and saying, oh, well, and sending out fundraising emails is not a plan to get things done. We look like idiots. And I was watching all the morning shows, and I really don't care what NBC thinks. And, you know, maybe it's just a, a couple hours here and there that we have to deal with. 
of getting this done. And maybe we'll have a speaker, you know, in a, in a couple of days and it's worth going through the process. But everyone's looking and saying these clowns can't even, you know, elect their own team and they want us to run the country. Now, do I think a day or two of going through a machination of choosing a new leader is, is horrible? No, believe me, by the time we go to vote in November of next year, this will long be forgotten. My point is, are we actually going to use this as an opportunity to govern and get things done? Right? Or are we just going to rearrange some deck chairs? But I, I don't, I don't think this is on. I'm going to cover a couple more things and, and then we've got Derek Van Orden here, who's a Navy SEAL. He doesn't know how to, he, he knows how to fight. I'll tell you that. Uh, I don't want to get his, his take on this. Um, I actually, McCarthy came out last night. He was gracious. He was classy about this thing. And I think that's important to, to know. Um, Patrick McHenry, if you were watching the proceedings yesterday, congressman from North Carolina, he's the speaker pro temp, right? So he, very limited power, but he kind of is the caretaker until a new suit. You know what he does right off the bat? He kicks Nancy Pelosi and Steny Hoyer out of their offices. Now, what does that mean? Okay, in the Capitol, there's what they call hideaways. And there's these little offices that are really... Um, you know, they're ceremonial. So if you have some constituents and you're over in the, in the Capitol versus where their offices are across the street, you can bring them over and it's, it's nice. It's, and it's convenient, right? You're off the floor. You can go downstairs. You don't have to walk all the way back to your house office building. Um, they usually go to the majority, but because Pelosi had been speaker for so long, they let her keep one. And because they're usually reserved for leadership, but they're no longer in leadership, right? That was the idea is that they're, th- this is where, out of respect for the longevity that they both serve, they would get these offices in the Capitol. Well, McHenry said, get out. Pelosi goes, oh, I'm in California at Dianne Feinstein's um, funeral, and I won't be there tomorrow because McHenry says, I'm going to rekey the office. Bam. Well, let's be honest with you. Do you really think that Nancy Pelosi was going to be moving furniture and packing stuff up? Seriously? I mean, the, the media is buying all into this. Oh, she's not going to be here because she's in California. Literally like she was going to be doing anything anyway. Do you really think that Nancy Pelosi was going to be there putting stuff in boxes? Her staff was going to do it. I mean, so I get it sounds cute and we all want to have sympathy for him. But hey, look, the Democrats all joined to get rid of them and they have to pay the political consequences. Sorry. Here you go. I don't know why they had an office in the first place. That just shows you McCarthy was a little too gracious, probably. But McHenry comes in there and says, get out. You have till tomorrow. I'm rekeying these offices. Boom. All right. The leading candidates right now, we got it. Let me just walk through. As I said, Trump, I'll ask this to Van Orden. He's not running. He's running for president, guys. He's not going to be Speaker of the House. Do you really think that Donald Trump wants to be Speaker of the House? No. So let's, and, and I know the law says you don't have to be one. Or the rules say they're not, no member is going to give that up, just so we're clear. It's going to be a member of the House Republican Conference full stop. There's a reason it's never happened. And of all the people, do you really think that Donald Trump wants to come back and sit in that chamber and deal with that? No, nada, zero. I've worked for him. I've known him. The last thing he ever wants to do is even on a good day, do that job. So um, Emmer, I'll start from the bottom and work up. Emmer, the current majority whip from Minnesota, is probably going to run for majority leader if Scalise is going to be going try to run for speaker. He's not going to try to leapfrog him. Jim Jordan and Steve Scalise, Jim Jordan, the head, former co-founder of the Freedom Caucus, is probably the lead candidate for this. Um, and then, and then, uh, Steve Scalise, who is the majority leader, they are the two leading candidates for this. Um, there's, there's also a lot of talk about neither of them getting to 218 for their own reasons. And maybe we're just not even talking about 
who one of these, there, there's a bunch of people. Kevin Hearn is the current chair of the study committee. He's a congressman from Oklahoma. He's a dark horse. Elise Stefanik, potentially she's the conference chair. Um, you know, she's someone that, that they could, you know, there could be this compromised candidate. But again, for the same reason that McCarthy had problems, who is the candidate that's going to get 218? And that's the problem is that there are some people that think that, that don't want Scalise for a variety of reasons. There are some people who don't want Jordan. But when you're now down in the same math that Kevin McCarthy faced, you got to get all these guys on board. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. All right, so let's break down where we are and where we're headed with Wisconsin Congressman Tarek Van Orden. Congressman, uh, I've seen a lot. <laughs> yeah. Hey, we saw history yesterday. So, I mean, let's just start at the beginning. Like, where are we? Where, where, where are we right now? Well, have you ever seen a, uh, a dog catch the car? Well, you did yesterday. Yeah. I, honestly, I, the funny part about this is, you're right. I was like, McCarthy says, bring it on. We're going to have a motion to vacate. Everyone's like, is there going to be a motion to table? And the next thing, I was like, if you blink, it's over. Yeah. I'm watching the vote and I go, oh my gosh, it's, it's, this is it. It's done. You saw the gavel come down and I was like, I felt it's, like it was like one of those movies, you know, the ending of a, or, or the ending of a, of a show where you're like, that really can't be how this ends. Like it was like the Sopranos where you're like, there's got to be more, right? Well, um, it did happen. <laughs> and the issue is, is that uh, let's be real clear. I radically altered my life to come to Congress to change Congress Yeah, because the system itself, the system itself is good, but it's being abused. And so it's broken. Oh, we're going to have our 10th grandchild. And I want that child to have safe, prosperous, and uh, just a wonderful future. So Congress needs to be changed. Everybody agrees with that. But this is not- Do they? <clears throat> yeah. Okay, I mean, that's uh, the thing do. that's funny. So is that everybody... I think a lot of people say they do. <clears throat> no, Sean, we're, we're trying to get to the same place, but this is not how you do it. So <clears throat> I talked to- uh, Robert... Can I ask a real question? What is the number, if you could, uh, and I, I apologize, but I think you're onto something big. Yeah. Give me two changes that you would make today if we're at this juncture and say, okay, here's how we could do things better. First and foremost, uh, and we're working on it right now, a constitutional amendment to change Article 1, Section 6 of the Constitution, specifically the first sentence that says Congress has to be paid. Um, that needs to be changed to say Congress does not get paid if they're not doing their job. So the guy that cleans my room at night, his name is Derek also. I sit down and talk to Derek every night that I'm there. His mother's a wonderful lady, widow. She worked over at the State Department, still does. They're custodians. And uh, Derek goes to work every day and he cleans my office every day and he cleans everybody's offices on, on my floor every day. And he's doing that. He should be getting paid. We should not. And also we have to do a piece of legislation where the president, the vice president, the entire cabinet and any undersecretary doesn't get paid if we don't have a budget. That's the first thing that I would do. The second thing I do is change the rules of our conference because I didn't agree with them to begin with. There's no way in heck Matt Gates should be able to uh, put in a motion to vacate the chair and then Let's be super clear. Matt Gates and seven other Republicans voted with 208 Democrats yeah. to vacate 
uh, the chair. This has never happened in our history. And that person should not have the ability to do so. So it, but, going, but McCarthy all, did buy in on this and the, everyone else, right? right. You mean, know why? Because the country was stopped. Right. The only way that these folks would allow the, the country to do its business was f- with this single provision. That's the only thing that changed, by the way. All the rest of the stuff they're saying is just not true. So the only thing that they got out of keeping the government shut down and Matt Gates and some other people raising millions and millions of dollars for personal fundraising purposes yeah. for their campaigns is to be able to vacate the chair with one vote. That's the only thing they got out of that entire negotiation process in January. And I know because I was in that room. So everything else you're saying is it's simply factually not true. And then if you back up their arguments, Matt Gates says that um, he needed to vacate the chair because Kevin McCarthy was de- doing deals with Democrats. Matt Gates sat down and did a backroom deal with 208 Democrats to remove the most conservative speaker of the House we had in decades. So that argument is out the window. <clears throat> Matt Gates said that Kevin McCarthy shouldn't be in leadership anymore because they didn't get 12 appropriations bills through. You know why we didn't get 12 through on time? Because the same people that did this were holding up all the bills going to the floor because they wouldn't vote for the rule. That's how the House works. So that argument is out the window. And they said they don't want to vote for another continuing resolution and they don't want to omnibus. Well, guess what? We've got 39 days or something to get eight more appropriations bills through, of which we can't work on any of them until we have a speaker. I want to get to that. So check this out, John. Here's the deal. These people are either going to have to vote for another continuing resolution in, in 39 days or whatever it is, or an omnibus bill, which is everything Joe Biden wants and Chuck Schumer, or they're going to have to shut down the government. Those are the three things. Those are the three right. options. The thing that's let's let's I don't even let, let's go where you started because sure. it's easiest. <clears throat> We're 44 days from another government shutdown as of yesterday. I mean, we had 45 yesterday. You're going to go home. I mean, right. all all members, because that's what the Republicans want. This is what I don't understand. Let's be real clear. That's not what I want. I I understand that, but I want, but let me, let me just explain to the audience here. When, as a Catholic, when the Pope passes away or steps down, the case of what Benedict did, there's a conclave. They all come. All of the, the bishops that are, and the car, excuse me, the cardinals that are eligible come. They stuff them in a room and you don't vote until white smoke comes out. You don't leave. And yet, right. Until the white smoke comes. You guys are going back to your, to your, to your districts. What was the rationale that leadership gave you to send you home? Because you go back to Wisconsin, there's no other members to talk about in your district except you. Sure. Um, well, we weren't consulted. Or at least I wasn't. But isn't that to your point about the, this is the nutty part about this. I, I just don't get it where it's like, at some point, can't you get your delegation and go to them and say, guys, no, let's stay in a room. And figure this out because we're buying seven, we're burning seven days. So the idea is right now, you guys go back, you come back on Tuesday, and then we have like a forum, like it's a high school. Everybody gets to give up and give a speech, and we hope that then we elect someone. Maybe, or maybe it keeps going. But we're burning clock until we have another. And to your point, none of this can happen. You cannot have, uh, you can't send another appropriation bill. But why aren't the members rising up and saying, no, 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 we're not leaving? We did. What else you want me but, to but say? But no, no, I get that. But I'm saying right now the number one uh, candidate, or at least one of the leading candidates, is Steve Scalise. Yeah. Why do we think Congressman Scalise, Mr. Leader, you want to show us your first act if you were a speaker? Force us to stay here. Because he can't. Why? 
the Constitution, Sean. But the Constitution doesn't require you to go home. No, it doesn't. But it requires the Speaker of the House to make these decisions. No, no, no. Fair enough. No, no. But, but he, we don't have one. But, man. but right. But you. But yeah. I guess what I'm saying is, none of you have to go home. You could stay here. You could right. But Steve Scalise could say, "I want to be your Speaker." As a candidate for speaker, I'm asking you to stay. Sure. And I, I just, I find it fascinating that this is where, you know, you're a Navy SEAL. Um, there, one of my favorite quotes in the world comes from a, a Marine Corps commandant that says, in the absence of leadership, take, take charge. charge. Right, of course. We're, this is what I'm sitting here. You get it. Yeah. Well, I just, to me, one of my is, buddies, Sean, one of my buddies' name is Mike Collins. He's from Georgia. And uh, his family's owned a trucking business for a long time. And we're having these conversations uh, on these conference calls. And uh, Mike says this, man, I hope I do this justice. He goes, Mr. Speaker, I'm just a small businessman, but when the ox is in the ditch, you go to work. And we're all like, yeah. Yeah. But the, the, you're in the military still, correct? Correct. All right. So you understand the concept of being in a leadership position. Correct? Correct. I'm not in a leadership position. And the people that are talking about this are not in leadership positions. But if you think about this now, put put yourself in their shoes. Uh, I'm not justifying this decision, but <clears throat> this has never happened in the history of our nation, ever. A speaker has never been vacated right. in the history of our nation. So being able to take a knee and hydrate. That's the thing we say in the SEAL teams. Sometimes you take a knee and you drink water and just kind of understand what's going on in the battle space. I I believe that that was the... And I, I get that. I actually think you're absolutely right. So this why, was... I don't think that what we should not be doing is rushing to failure. Clearly the rules package that was passed allowing one person like Matt Gates, who who has a personal agenda yep. that he has been pushing. This has nothing to do with... Anything he's been saying about McCarthy, those are just lies, and I'm going to say it. You know, it's time to, for truth-telling. He's been lying the whole time he's been here, and that's just a fact. So uh, the, that rules package was not good. So why on earth would we rush into doing something? It's, it's the same rationale, which it's the same rationale as, as Joe Biden, who is arguably the worst president in the history of the country, him saying we have to get out of Afghanistan on an artificial timeline because we can't be involved in endless wars and then immediately get us involved in what is shaping up to be another endless war. So we can't exercise the same illogical rationale process that we deride. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Right. But that's, to use, your, to use your example, and, and I, I, I will, I, you know, I'm not seals. Excuses, no, no, man. I'm just trying to. I, I get it. No, and I understand the rationale, which is all right, guys. Time out. Let's go. Let's go to our corners. But when you take a knee and hydrate, sometimes it's or go walk it off. Right? You we're all hot headed. Right. Go walk it off. Right. But flying home, where you can't 
have those conversations. You can't meet with the Wisconsin delegation or the rest of the SEALs uh, that you guys have formed this this group. I mean, like, or just other military members say, hey, what if we go and talk about securing the border or the fentanyl crisis and maybe ask the, the new speaker how they, whatever it is. Sure. But you, you're not, and I get it, you're not, the, you're, you're doing what you can. I'm not, this isn't on you. Yeah. But it's like, at some point, somebody has to be willing to say, I'm willing to take charge, and I just don't see it in our conference right now. That's that's a fair assessment. Yeah. So when you were in this room last night, you've pretty harsh words about Matt Gates. Sure. What was it like in that room last night in the conference when they're all sitting there? I mean, people, because I, I agree with you. I've, I've, I joked with you before we just started, and I actually wrote it down because I've been <clears throat> bastardizing it all week. But this Sun Tzu quote is a as a seal. You get this, but the Sun Tzu quote is strategy without tactics is noise before defeat. Right. And I felt like everyone kept asking Matt, and this was the same thing from last January, who's the other candidate after 15 votes? I've got a secret candidate. Okay, well, that secret candidate never actually materialized. But he talks about, we rolled a grenade and blew stuff up, and now everyone goes, you guys look like clowns. Matt Gates admitted publicly, or in our forum at least, that he had no plan. By the way, he's raising all this money. And the funny thing is- Wait, no, let's, no, don't don't skip over that, Sean. But that's Matt said so, he didn't have a plan. And again, I was speaking to Rob O'Neill this morning. Who killed bin Laden. Who shot Osama bin Laden uh, three times in the face, right? And I said, hey, Rob, when you guys are up in Jabad, Jalabad, were you like, hey, dude, I think um, bin Laden's over in Abbottabad. Maybe we should pop over there and see how things turn out. That conversation didn't take place. Of course not. So mature adults. Why, wait, it didn't take place. Why? Well, well, because mature adults... Uh, think things through and and they figure out how they want the battle space to look like prior to going on the mission right. so before you get on the helicopter you got to understand there's a helicopter there to pick you up that's called a plan right and that's how you run military operations and that's how a government should be run so you have you have eight people and I can't stress this enough that cited with 208 Democrats. And the reason it wasn't 209 is because my colleague, Miss Bush, the Democrat, I think is, is, uh, is not feeling well. So she physically couldn't be present. And, uh, the former speaker, Nancy Pelosi, is in California. Yeah. So that's why it wasn't 210. Every single Democrat in that house voted with right. these eight Republicans. And now check this out, man. They literally made a deal with the people that they have been campaigning some of these guys for decades against. Oh, I and and they think all of a sudden the 208 are going to go like, well, Mr. Gates, we've seen the we've seen the error of our ways, and you should be running this place, and we're going to do everything you want, Mr. Gates. We're going to go ahead and pass uh, the uh, parental bill of rights right. again. We're going to pass. No, HRT screeching halt. Done. So what what is the future? Let's start with those folks. Sure. As a cop. What, what is their, I mean, how, how are you guys looking at them? I mean, you got Gates, you've made it clear, but the rest of them, Bob Good, Rosendale, Nancy Mace, uh, they're all responsible. I mean, yeah. Gates led it, but at the end of the day, there's eight of them yeah. that got us to here. What, what, what is their future in the conference? I don't know, man. I mean, do they have an obligation more so because they, they, they did this to say, okay, here's the plan. Here's who, who the consensus candidate is. Oh yeah. Hey, oh, don't get me wrong. This, this is 100% on their shoulders. So if I'm, you're wondering like, why aren't we getting together talking about stuff? <clears throat> the Main Street Caucus, of which I'm a member, it's the largest 
uh, caucus other than the Congressional Research Group, whatever those cats are, um, in our conference. We got together last night, uh, immediately following. Yep. Uh, this morning, I had a, a group or uh, a meeting with our freshman, Russell Fries from New York, just a sharp cat dude, who's our, our class president. A bunch of us got in a room together, and some of us couldn't be there uh, because of whatever <clears throat> circumstances, so they're on the phone. Yep. And we talked through all this stuff, you know? So we are getting together to talk about this stuff, but it is incumbent, and I wanna stress this, so I'm looking at that camera, it is, uh, it is incumbent on the eight Republicans who voted with 208 Democrats to remove the most conservative Speaker of the House we've had in decades to come up with a plan and present it to your colleagues. And then your colleagues, of which I am one, will review your plan that you're obligated to come up with because you burnt this house down, Jack and Jill. And if it's a good plan that makes sense for our constituents and for the nation writ large, if it's gonna be able to forward our conservative values, then we'll say yes. And if it doesn't, we'll say no. It's on you. So. Sorry, that was let, in no. the camera moment. I feel like Chris Christie for a minute. That's going viral. That's just like, you know. Um, so let, let's just call it five for fun. Uh, I mean, okay. I'd say, but just say there's five that, that really between the speaker's vote and the first speaker's vote in January. Sure. That, that's, I mean, I, I see some of these people whose names are out. Yeah. Let me actually, let's take a step back because I want to ask you a question. Newt Gingrich was out last night. He called them traitors. No. No, the, what? no. These people are not traitors. That's, you know what, Newt Gingrich has been great for the conservative moment. I don't look at these eight people as traitors. That, that is a very, very harsh word. Right. And I disagree with that. So I respect- So what, are they, what, res what, what would you, how, so Kevin McCarthy says they're not conservatives. Gingrich calls them true. traitors. What do you think? I would say that they are uh, misguided or they're fools. Because again, they partnered actively in a backroom deal with Hakeem Jeffries and the rest of the Democratic Party. They're never gonna, but, they're and, never gonna yeah. escape that. Just to be clear, the funny thing is, <clears throat> everything that Matt was talking about on the floor yesterday, I thought to myself, is there anyone who disagrees with this? 12 appropriation bills, agree or disagree? Yeah, we should, but listen, the reason we- No, no, but my point is, you don't disagree with that goal. No, I don't. Okay, and, and I know you articulate that they stopped the rule from passing, okay. So we but, couldn't get a pass. But, but my point is, there was nothing that I heard him articulate as a goal for the speaker that everyone oh, in that conference doesn't agree yeah. with. Yeah, no, 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 man. Are you worried? What you, what you heard is a long series of grievances without a solution. Right. Now, I'm a retired senior enlisted guy, SEAL, you know, uh, and I never brought, I never brought a problem to my leadership without a solution. Right, ever. well you don't. And I told my dudes, and you know, I had uh, females working with me, intelligence specialists, and other support people, fantastic folks. I'm like, look, I don't wanna hear any of your problems unless you have a solution, because if you're clever enough to think of the problem itself, then you should be clever enough to think of a solution, or at least have a partial solution. So what you heard, replay everything those guys said. You notice they ran out of speakers because there's so few of them. Right. Play back and watch that. They didn't bring up a single solution. They already brought, they brought up a series of grievances of which the vast majority of them have already been dealt with and they were dealt with in January. Yeah. So they've been, they've been pumping smoke this entire time. Well, as I said yesterday, <clears throat> you, you can't really have it both ways. You can't want regular order and then stop regular order. Oh, wait, hold on a sec. Uh, let's not, so the rules committee hearings are open. Here's what they would do. If the regular order suited their goals, they were okay with it. And if regular order didn't give them what they wanted, they would object to it right. and stop the proceedings.
Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, Lil. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. That is critical. So we could not get any bills forward unless they specifically wanted it. And what was interesting, what a lot of these guys are doing, and that's why I think everybody should watch, you know, ESPN, the Ocho, or as I call it, C-SPAN. Um, they should watch these committee hearings because they were doing that. So what they're saying is this. If someone introduced a bill or a amendment and they didn't like the person that introduced that bill or amendment, they would object to it breaking regular order. Adults don't do that. And I'm going to throw out props to somebody who just has, I mean, I have changed the way I thought about this guy and his name is Chip Roy. Yeah. I was so mad at that cat. I mean, like mad at him. And he stood up against all this big wave of stuff and he did what was right. Well, I and look I at so last week, yesterday's speaker. If you're watching that, I got you. But that's the thing. <clears throat> People are trying to make this seem like a conservative, it's moderate thing. I'm looking at Chip Roy, Thomas Massey, Jim Jordan. I'm going, Marjorie Taylor Greene, Lauren Boebert. These aren't wallflowers. No. And they're going, okay, they thought, and, and I'm going, so... Let me, I mean, this is where I, you know, I see a lot of this online and I'm going, okay, guys, you can't tell me that all of those people are right all the time, except this one. And, and again, the, the, the criticisms that Matt brought up, I'm like 35 years of CRs. I'm with you. Kevin McCarthy's been speaker for what, eight months. Right. And you're telling me that he's responsible for 35 years. The reason that we had to do a continuing resolution. First and foremost, let's remember, uh, Joe Biden was 97 days late, giving us a budget. Let's not forget yeah. that. 97 days later. I thought late. you were going to say old, years old, but that's separate. No, that's that's coming up. I'm, I don't wish the president Ill. No, neither do I. Yeah. I, I yeah. pray for him every night. When you look so at the vice president, I'm like... He's the leader. I mean, No, he's also the... I mean, he's the only thing standing between us and Kamala Harris. I was going to say, do you know how many conservative Republicans pray for Joe Biden's health? A lot. Oh, Me being yeah. one of them. So the point being this. Um, the reason we had to do a continued resolution is because Matt Gates and a group of, yeah, of people didn't want that. prevented us from actually getting appropriations bills through. So that's just the truth. And you can go through every one of these congressional things and read that you can see it all and they're hiding behind this and that's just not the case. Are you worried about the political consequences, right? Because we have a four seat majority. Right. Kevin McCarthy, say whatever you want about everything else. The guy raised more money and if you don't have money, you can't win seats. So I'm sorry. I mean, and as I've said before, I said it to Marjorie Taylor Greene who sat right there yesterday that we've, if you guys are the only thing, only thing, a four seat majority standing between Joe Biden, Chuck Schumer and running the entire game. Every woke policy, every woke, everything, the spending, border. the border, Fentanyl. it's already bad, but, but the oversight doesn't happen. Nothing. Nothing. If you guys don't maintain a majority and I don't think people under, I mean, that needs to hit home. McCarthy raised tens of millions of dollars. Say whatever you will about him on everything else. The absence of that, are you concerned that might not give you guys the resources to to maintain a majority? Yeah, of course. Hey, listen. But by the way, and just to be clear, yeah. and McCarthy brought this up on his thing, Kevin, you know, for all the money that Matt Gates raises, I don't think a single penny has gone to the team, right?
No, Matt Gates is about Matt Gates. So all of what he's doing in raising money is all about for him in a district, I, by the way, that he holds extremely safely. Yeah. Um, I'm unaware of Matt Gates contributing any money to a single Republican. I, I, maybe he did. Yeah. But here's, let, let's, you got to understand, under Kevin McCarthy's leadership, we continuously gain seats in the yeah. House. Yeah. Oh, I know. And the only thing that has stopped the madness of the Biden administration, they had two years to run wild. Look what they did. The economy is in the tank. Highest interest rates in decades. Gas prices through the roof. People can't afford their rent. The credit card debt is skyrocketing. The border is open. We had 236,000 or so illegal immigrants enter the country last um, month alone. More illegal immigrants have entered the country under Joe Biden's watch than the entire population of the state of Wisconsin. It's crazy. Okay, guess what? The only thing is slowing that roll is a Republican majority. I, I get it. So when, if all this stuff goes away, if the Republicans lose the House, I don't even want we don't get the it. Senate back, and Joe Biden's reelected, there are eight Republicans who will be yeah. individually responsible for this so let's because talk they about, sided with 200. I, I get it. I get it. So let's talk about the future. Who, sure. who, who's the next speaker? I don't know, man. Have you, have, have they, have, has Steve Scalise or Jim Jordan reached out to you? I've talked to several different people. And one of the things that- Several means more than one, two. One of- Or actually means more than three, but- One of the things reporters, <laughs> one of the reasons they hate me is because I do not disclose private conversations. Okay. I don't want you to disclose the conversation, but beyond Steve Scalise and Jim Jordan, will you tell me who? Well, just look at the leadership that we have currently. Sure, but Emmer says that he's going to run- Tom Emmer, the whip, says that he'll so run for for just Jordan. look look at the look at the leadership we have in the house. Yeah. In the Navy, there's the term fleet up. Yep, you know what I mean. I do. So the executive officer becomes Comes the CEO. Right. Yeah. Okay. So just look at the leadership. We got Steve Scalise, who's awesome. We got Tom Emmer, who's awesome. We got Elise Stefanik, who is awesome. Richard Hudson, he's awesome. Uh, Guy Rauschenthaler, he's chief deputy whip. He's awesome. Here's something that the Republican Party has that the Democrat Party doesn't have. A bench. Got it. Okay, here's what. So do you here's, want everyone? Wait here's, wait, here's the other side. We have a bench of awesome people, and then we have a lot of people that I wish were on the bench. <laughs> you know what I mean? Okay. So of the people um, that are part of the bench, do you think that it just should fleet up? Everybody, the XO becomes a CO, and and Scalise takes over. I didn't say that, Sean. I know you didn't. I'm, I'm asking. I was simply pointing out the I current can't. leadership that's in place. I'm trying right. to. I'm trying yeah. to get there. That's okay. Um, if you had to be, if you were a betting man. Would you suggest that the next person that, so the big names are obviously Scalise and Jordan, or at least from, from the Twitter. Oh, Jim's awesome too. Okay. Thomas fine. Massey's awesome. Could you, just, I'm not asking you if, if, it, if Steve Scalise calls you today and says, Hey, I don't think I have the numbers. I'm back in Jordan. Would you be comfortable with Jim Jordan as speaker? Well, let me tell you this because we need to back up again because yep. these, these eight people are not getting away. Okay. All right. I don't gamble. Like, I do not gamble. Seals don't gamble. We take calculated risks. So there are factors that are involved in each individual problem set that you approach. You must evaluate them unemotionally, make the decision that's best for the team. Got it. Okay, these eight people did not do that. Understood. They, they flat out threw the chips to the wind. Unfortunately, the chips are the children in inner cities who rely on some programs so they can eat. The chips are, are, are your sailors, Sean, that are not going to get paid when the government shuts down. The border patrol agents that are not going to get paid. We're not going to have fuel so that 
men and women can drive military vehicles to a training site. That is so, not so speaking let, Okay, fine, but that's, then we need a speaker. Yeah. I, I, we're, we're getting mm. low on time, unfortunately. But, but right. just tell me, like, is there anyone of the names I mentioned that you couldn't vote for? No, not really. No. Okay. Is it your belief? I'm not asking you to gamble, but like, there's a, a speculation that we're not, when I say were, that there, there might, that none, none of these mentioned people, um, Scalise or Jordan or whatever, can get to 218 because of the eight or whatever. And we might have this dark horse. Is that, you think there's a possibility that that's the case? Well, the only thing that's not possible is my, uh, is my hair growing back, Sean. That's like it. That's like the only thing I could think of. <laughs> if, you're, if you're listening on the audio, you have to, you have to Google the congressman to understand that joke. Yeah. Um, okay. I just, I, I, I think that, but, but you have not, is there anyone that you're hearing from, from the groups you mentioned, the calls that you think is emerging as the, the leading candidate? As I said, the reason reporters hate me, Sean, is because I do not disclose private conversations. I'm not a reporter, so you can talk. I know. Okay. Just us. Oh, did you hear it's that? Just, it's, it's just, just It's the two of us. There's no one else here. There's someone right. There's literally another person right there. Okay, but he works for you. So that, um, <laughs> all right. I, I just, let me ask you this then. Yeah. To just, we can't have a speech. We could, but we won't from a voting standpoint. Do you believe that by next Tuesday, when you guys come back, mm-hmm. that we will have resolution? Do you feel confident in, in, the conversations that you've had that that's going to let's let's think about this the reality if these eight people vote with the 208 democrats and miss bush and miss pelosi come back hakeem jeffries can be the next speaker of the house sure let wait let's just all pause if these eight republicans who voted with 208 democrats to depose the most conservative speaker of the house we've had in decades if if Miss Bush was back and Miss Pelosi are back, they could vote Hakeem Jeffries in as speaker. What? Hey, why wouldn't they? Because then they get to be essentially in the minority and they just get a gripe all the yeah. time. What would stop these eight people from voting with 208 Democrats again? What? I know. I, well, Clearly, it's not. I the I do think that that's that's look. I I think that they want because well that's a whole other discussion. Remember, Sean, the only thing that's not possible is my hair growing back. Okay. I'm not putting anything past these guys. No Look, I, I appreciate you being here today. Yeah. Uh, thank you for your honesty and your course, candor. Uh, thank you for your service to the country. I, I think that, that we need more people that, you know, understand what's at stake and are willing to fight for it because you're right. I mean, there's constant, the decisions that you guys make, you know, have profound impact. I was talking about this when we were getting ready for the shutdown. Like there are people that are collateral damage, the E5s, the E6s, the E7s that are out there, their families that that depend the, on that. The chip. man named Derek, who I sit down with every night because I sleep in my office, the man that cleans my office every night is collateral damage. Right. And that's so, unacceptable. And that's what I'm saying. I think that that's, this is the th- point, is that there's days in which we're fighting, and I get it, but but we can't, we, we, we've got to make sure that the people who are doing their jobs, who are working hard every day, playing by the rules, don't get screwed when this stuff happens. Yeah, I so, agree. Thank you for your service. Thanks for being here. And uh, I wish you guys the best of luck. Thank you very much. Right. We'll need a bit of that. I know. I hope you enjoyed that conversation. I did. Look, I know there's a lot of mixed feelings out there. I, I've seen them. I've, you've sent them to me on my locals. It's seanspicer.locals.com. I read the feedback on YouTube and all the other places. So I see it. I know there are people, but I want to show you both sides and make you understand, uh, at least bring you inside the game here. And so if anything, you know, uh, I, tell me what you think we got to talk about more. 
who other guests are that you want, I'm, I'm all ears. Uh, but I appreciate the opportunity to hopefully break this down a little for you. Tomorrow, we've got a great panel discussion. Larry O'Connor from uh, WMAL here in uh, this area and Grant Stinchfield, my former colleague at Newsmax, who's got a great podcast out. They're going to be here to break down not just this, but where we go with 2024, with Trump, DeSantis, all that kind of stuff. And on Friday, we're sitting down with Nancy Mace. We'll see you right back here tomorrow on The Sean Spicer Show. Thanks for subscribing. Please continue to go to Apple Podcasts. Give us five stars. Five stars. Uh, that's so helpful for our show. We'll see you right back here tomorrow again. Thanks a lot. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.